In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning, everyone. My dear brothers and sisters, we have gathered this morning to celebrate this divine liturgy. This Mass is offered for all of you, for the intentions that are deep in your hearts, for everyone who is going through hard times, everyone who asked us to pray for them. I believe everyone has a past that he and she have to deal with. When we deal with our past, we either try to forget it, or try to remember it and rejoice in the good memories that we have. But either way, we always remember that past. We always dwell sometimes in our past. We always go back to it, I believe because it is something that gives us comfort. We get comfortable because it's a known zone that we dwell in. Now Jesus Christ called the disciples. The first one was Peter. When he was fishing, he called him. He told him, Peter, I want you to be a fisher of man. Peter left everything and followed Jesus. Now this is the after-resurrection incident of today's gospel. Jesus told the disciples to go to Galilee to wait for him. Now Peter, being the head of the disciples, in charge of them, a leader of the disciples, for some reason could not wait. He was not patient enough. He was not patient with the Lord. And let me ask you something. How many times we are not patient with the Lord? We want everything right now. We want everything now, Lord. And this is not a modern issue. This is not something that we have to deal with today. But this is like from generation to generation. By nature, human beings are not patient. On top of it, Peter is the leader. And when a leader makes a decision, it will impact, it will affect everyone around him. Peter made the decision to go back to his previous life, to the past. He decided to go to somewhere that was so comfortable with, I was a fisherman. What am I doing following Jesus? And every leader, every person is called to think about the experience of Peter. Every father, every mother, every priest, you are a leader. And every decision you make, you may lead people close to Christ or away from Christ. You're a leader at your job, you're a leader in your relationship, you're a leader in the church, and every decision you make, make sure that you are leading yourself and everyone around you to Jesus Christ, because Peter failed here. And that's why the gospel is so clear about it. He said, he mentions five names of the disciples, and he leaves two disciples and name. Do you know why? Because it's you and I. 
us. And it is a human tragedy that we have to deal with. Now Peter decides to go back fishing to his previous life and of course that's the experience of every human when we try so hard to take control over things we mess up things now have you ever asked yourself the question why our world is so broken why there are so many wars in the world why there is injustice in the world why there are so many relationships that are broken why there are so many households that are broken why there are so many marriages that are broken? Why our relationship with God is broken? Because every decision we have been making is taking us away from Christ and we ended up with empty hands. The disciples, what happened to them? They're trying. They're trying to find some fish and we cast the same just like them, we try to cast our net in every direction, try to catch something, and we end up just with nothing. And here, the gospel says it was night. And it's very important to distinguish between darkness and light. Jesus appeared on the shore, it says, when it was light. Now the disciples were fishing during the night and every time my brothers and sisters when I make decisions based on the darkness of my soul based on my instincts based on my desires based on my selfishness based on everything that drives me without Jesus Christ I will end up being in the darkness and my net will for sure be empty. Jesus appears at night, in a, at, at day, and he asks the disciples, Children, do you have any fish? And the response was, No. One word. We've been there. Have you ever experienced the one word answer? How are you doing? Good. Are you hungry? No. Husbands are perfect in doing that. Are you okay? Yes. How was your day? Good. It's a sign of disappointment. It's a sign of frustration. It's a sign of not so well pleased with the situation that's going around them. The disciples, they're going through the same experience. Do you have any fish? One word answer. No. And that shows exactly our frustration sometimes. When we try and try and try, it creates nothing but anger, frustration, stress, and we don't know what to do. Now this is the time, the story does not end here. That's what I love about this story. This is the time where Jesus appears like, okay, now it's time to cast your net on the right side of the boat. Now Peter, he realizes that there's so many fish in here. The disciple that Jesus loved so much said, 
it is the Lord. Peter leaves everything behind and jumps in the water. That's, that's, the, that's the mentality of a true believer in Jesus. If you love Jesus, first of all, you will recognize that every blessing that you have in your life is a gift from Him. And it's not the work of your hand. And I think sometimes we deal with this on a personal level. I built myself. I did that. I and I and I. We have a disease in our world called I, the pride. Right away, the disciple that Jesus loved said, well, the source of this blessing is not us. It is Him. Peter, normally what would you do? If you have gone fishing, when you catch a fish, it's like one of the happiest moments, really. Then Peter leaves every blessing behind him. Every blessing behind him. Leaves the fish, leaves the disciples, and he jumps into the water. He leaves the blessings and goes to the source of blessings. How many of us actually have distanced ourselves from Jesus Christ today because we are so busy with our blessings? How many of us truly don't give up an hour of our times on Sunday to come and thank the Lord for the blessings that He had bestowed on us? I'll tell you and I'll be honest with you. Your wife is a blessing. Your husband is a blessing. Your children are a blessing. Your house is a blessing. Even your mother-in-law is a blessing. Your father-in-law is a blessing already. Now everything you have in your life is a blessing from God. Once you empty your relationship, once you empty your family, once you empty your children, once you empty your work, once you empty your mukha, your brain, once you empty your heart from Jesus Christ, I promise you, the disciples experience it. Who are we not to go through this? And we all go through this. Once you empty those from God, from Jesus, you will always have empty-handed, no matter how wealthy you are, no matter how smart you are. If you have Jesus, you have everything. And this is exactly what Peter is doing here. It's like, I don't care about the fish. We went fishing, but I know, I know, I know. That, that, that is the source of every blessing I have in my life. He realized that. He goes to them. He goes to Jesus, and there was fire. Oh, I, oh, I love this. Now, two times in the New Testament, mentions fire, mentions charcoal. The first time was a cold night. Was on the night when Jesus was betrayed. Peter was warming himself by the charcoal, by the fire. And one of the servants goes like, I know you. You're a follower of Jesus. G Peter denied Jesus three times. In the Gospel of Luke, it says at that third time, Jesus looks at Peter, and Peter knows exactly what happened. He betrayed his master. The second time, he mentions the charcoal against today's Gospel, where Jesus transforms the experience from betrayal to a new beginning. Today, Jesus restores Peter. He's given him this beautiful and, and, and elegant basmara. 
Like Peter, remember the fire? The same fire that you actually denied me in front, today I am preparing on it a meal for you. That's what Jesus does. It's one of the common diseases in today's spirituality that I am not worthy of Jesus' love. I am so miserable. Jesus does not love me. God does not love me. I promise you, you will not be worse than Peter. You will not be worse than St. Paul in the first reading today. God welcomes everyone, especially those who are far away from Him. The same fire. He's preparing a meal. And guess what? During Jesus' time, if you prepare a meal for someone who betrayed you, it's a sign of reconciliation. It's a sign of forgiveness. Unlike us, when we invite some people over our house and we don't like them that much, probably we'll not even give them chai or anything. We'll pass them. Or their food will be extra salty or... But here, Jesus is preparing a meal for those who denied Him and went back to their previous jobs. And Jesus Christ is saying to them, Here, take and eat. There is a meal for you. Not only that, He breaks the bread with them. And every time you see the bread, that's a sign of the Eucharist. Now this is a picture of the whole thing, a picture of reconciliation and the Eucharist. How many people today are living their lives without the sacrament of reconciliation? How many people today have stayed away from the body and blood of Jesus Christ and we think we got it all under control and guess what? We did not get anything under control and the source of all our issues are because we stayed away from Jesus, from the body and blood of Jesus Christ. How many of our brothers and sisters right here and right now are still asleep? How many of our brothers and sisters have not been to church in years. It, it, it drives me crazy every time. I see our couples coming to their wedding days. Some of them don't even know how to make the sign of the cross. How embarrassing is that? Baptized brothers and sisters, how embarrassing is that? Some of them, they don't even know how to kneel anymore. They ask us all these weird questions. Should I kneel on my right or left? Should I make the sign of the cross from the left or the right? And these are brothers and sisters, Chaldeans. They're not from anywhere else. They are the same like us. Why? Why is that? And I think it's just we found other gods. Sometimes we think there are so many other things outside of Jesus Christ. Try it. Try to empty your relationship from Jesus. See what's going to happen. Try to empty your marriage from God and you'll see it will be only a, a piece of paper that you signed, a document. Try to empty your priesthood from Christ and you'll see it's nothing, just a service that you are performing. Try to empty your service from Jesus Christ and you'll see it's nothing just a performance on the altar of God I promise you if we want healing today our healing does not come 
from our hard work, does not come from our happiness and small things that we may think there is happiness in them. Our healing comes from Jesus Christ because He is the source of healing. We exist because He wants us to exist. And every one of us has a reason and a purpose for existence. Now today, my brothers and sisters, we're invited to look at the source of our blessings, Jesus. We're invited to dine with Him in this, in this supper, the Mass, to receive Him, to strengthen our decisions, to strengthen our journey, to strengthen our lives. And if you want to live a happy, happy life, don't be a prisoner to your past. If God calls you today, focus on Him. If God saved you from a broken relationship, focus on Him. If you are married and you are not happy, don't go to your previous relationships to find comfort. Find comfort in your household. Find comfort in the Lord. And that's what the Bible says. Today, we thank the Lord for every blessing we have in our lives through the prayers of our mother Mary, St. Joseph, and St. George. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen.